known, then amp them up on Amp It Up, our new online radio station. We want your voice to be heard, so spread the word on Amp It Up. Contact us at 866-224-5422 for more information. Let's Amp It Up. It's lunchtime, and the Broken Cafe is open for business. Live from Studio A in the heart of Delray Gallery, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free at 888-565-1470 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe. You know, I'm excited today. Why? And all you guys that have been texting me and calling me, we are not putting a concert art here <laughs> no. at the Arts Garage. Everybody thinks there were singers and everybody else. I have to tell you, never in four years that we've been doing this have we told people the set is full. Ever. We always hey have man, an open set. set full. Oh, we always have an open set. And he said, can I bring singers? And I said, no. He said, excuse me? I said, no, we're booked. He said, how are we booked? Who's coming? I said, wait till you see. I didn't even send you the list of guests. You, you have didn't. no idea who's I, even here. I'm looking at a piece of paper there, and all I see is a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. We are so excited. We are live at the Delray Arts Garage. We are in downtown Delray Beach. Huge thank you to Marjorie Waldo, president and CEO of this spectacular venue. And it's always about networking because we got here through Roots and Wings. And I met someone else that works here who runs your, I think, your children's, your arts program. We are a director of um, arts education. Which yeah. was incredible. And she connected me to you, and you happened to get us as we were in the middle of mid-move. And she called. She said, you want to do a show? Okay, pick a day. Okay. And then I emailed you Tuesday. You emailed me first with this list of, can I take it and roll? And she took it and went. What a great day for me. I didn't have to organize anything. It's fabulous. Come, come and sit down and shoot. <laughs> I am so excited. a lot of things to brag about. You know, there are a lot of great people involved in a lot of different areas. So it's wonderful that you gave us the opportunity. Well, Truly. tell us about Arts Garage, the inception, your vision. So Arts Garage is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization. So we rely heavily on on assistance from all kinds of people. We have a volunteer board of directors and we um, have an amazing group of volunteers and we love our patrons and we love our donors. So we work really hard to live our vision, which is to connect our community to the world through the arts. We attempt to be a little bit of everything for everybody. So we offer um, theater, although it's not a traditional theater season, we offer some theater. We have amazing Grammy award-winning, stellar musical acts on the main stage. We have lots of opportunities for emerging artists to participate, poets, comics, singers, everybody. Um, we have a beautiful art gallery for emerging artists. 
and it's it's an amazing community-based organization. How long have you been here? So Arts Garage opened in 2011. I came on board at the end of 2016, so I just had my three-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you very much. And everyone knows the Arts Garage. What a spectacular venue, and it's so encompassing. It's not just for singers. You know, that would no. just be one venue. What you offer for kids in art and creating and after-school programs and weekend programs. There's so much for everybody. Our arts education has blown up a lot. We'll talk about more more about that later. Which but I'm looking forward to. We have a to. lot of opportunities for uh, adults and kids, so it's really cool. And I know you couldn't do half of what you do without your amazing staff and your volunteer staff. Absolutely. And we have two wonderful volunteers. We've got Andy and Ricardo with us. Welcome. Thank you. Just got to get you on mic. Somebody how, hold the mic. Ricardo, how long have you been volunteering here? I've been volunteering approximately two years at the Arts Garage. And what got you even into volunteering here? Well, I, I moved to the area of, to Delray Beach approximately four years ago, and I didn't know too many people in the area. Mm -hmm. And I liked the arts, and I wanted to do something in the community that is positive. And I was walking by one day, and I saw this building with all the posters and all the different activities. And I said, let me walk in and ask if they need any volunteers and the person just said yeah just come in and sign up and that was two years ago isn't that amazing because most time. people they think of volunteering and they never make that next step in and you did yes which is a great welcoming to delray beach it sure is what areas do you volunteer in well i i volunteer sometimes on weekends sometime in, during the week and uh, they have a fantastic open mic program whereas anyone can walk off the street and come on the stage and show their skills and, and whatever artistic skill they have. Uh, volunteer at comedy shows. Uh, just this weekend I had a fantastic experience to uh, a, a gentleman who has been uh, listing uh, Lonnie Smith. He's been a longtime jazz artist. I knew him when I met him when I was in my 20s back in New York. I grew up in, in Brooklyn, New York. And you know that place, Brooklyn? I used to go to Harlem and to, out to the uh, Blue Book and there he was as a young artist, and 50 years later, here he is again. Uh, here he is again. I'm volunteering. He's on stage. Isn't that amazing? And it was just a fantastic uh, connection. So these are some of the experiences that uh, the Arts Garage can offer Beautiful. to people. That has know. to be like a bucket list kind of opportunity. Uh, 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 yes, it is. Right, things you don't even think about, and they just happen to be right in your venue. That's the opportunities I, that I see here at the Arts Garage. There's so many great artists and musicians and things for people to partake in. You're absolutely right. And because we're hitting so many different genres, anyone who wants to help us is going to find something they enjoy. We set this up as a, it's almost a co-op um, idea. So if Ricardo signs up to volunteer for Dr. Lonnie Smith, he earns hours. So he's helping usher people in, he's cleaning up their messes off of their cabaret-style tables, sweeping up the floor and making sure we're ready to go to the next show. But those hours add up, and then he can purchase tickets as a patron. So he can come using those hours to, to access anything that we offer as well. So we want to not limit, a lot of our volunteers are retired people, and they are often on fixed incomes, and we wanna make sure everything we do is accessible. So. We try to, we, I told them not to talk about how much work they do, because it's really hard. So it's like S&H green stamps, where you acquire the green stamps, then you can buy yes, something, exactly you acquire like hours, and you exactly get to buy a ticket. Like that. That's yes. pretty cool. It's really an awesome oh. thing. So, <laughs> Never thought about it that way, right? The S&H green stamps? 
But that's great. This way you're volunteering and then you get to do something else, finding a great venue that you want to partake in as a patron. That's what a great idea. Sure is. What about you, Andy? How long have you been here? Mm, four years. I also moved down from New York. Before I moved, I didn't know anything about Delray, so I went online, I started looking up venues and places to go. I came here one night to see Tito Puente Jr. Ah. I looked up and I saw that they needed volunteers, so I became a guild member. I started volunteering and they loved me and now they hired me. Mm. I'm an employee. Congratulations. <laughs> what area do you work in? I work in the box office, um, anything they need me to do, clean up things out I'm just all around I do some of the green market when we do that so I do anything they need from me and I just love it here and I love the people it's a family it's just a great place to be and a great place to work and I saw as of July you now have a bar yes right so that was a whole big thing they used to yeah, not be a bar that. here right yeah. then they have to they were getting a license or something still yeah. yeah we got our we got our performance-based liquor license it's a non-profit license um, in July so the license requires that it's not something where you can um, have a bottle corking fee or something all the alcohol has to be purchased in-house so it's a little bit of a disruption because one of the things we were known for is being able to bring your own you can still bring your sushi boat or fried chicken or just not your booze you know you could you just can't bring your you can booze. bring you your own food in? here you can bring your own food wow. you sit at a cabaret table all of our seats are at, at tables you snack and watch the show and meet new people at your table. I love that. It's, it's a great of, idea. The volunteering thing is so powerful to me because a lot of the volunteers, I see us as a family. All, all the layers that you'll meet today are a, this amazing group of people who are all passionate about the same thing. And the volunteers have found friends that they do things with much farther out in the community than just arts garage so they hang out here and they do things together here but they're they've built a little community you build a family you build it's a, a community. really beautiful thing they do over 3,000 hours a year in volunteering holy smokes like I don't know how we would replace them with staff you understand so they help us raise about 50 or 60 thousand dollars a year in fundraising and they I don't know how many dollars that would equal in volunteer hours in hours try to staff it that's just tremendous It's an amazing amazing effort that they make and you're a, a lot in conjunction with the city of Delray so we are um, the city is our landlord so this building is owned by the city of Delray Beach and we have a lease rate that would knock your socks off it makes it possible there are, the city loves the arts and music and believes in its power to transform communities and supports us and the CRA as part of their mission uh, we apply for a grant every year and receive about 20% of our budget from them so Delray is the perfect place to be truly it is a loving um, community that circles you in Delray's amazing I and mean, we used to have our studio up here and we just watch it get bigger and more revitalized Absolutely. and bring a whole community together which is why we're so excited to be back in Delray our permanent studio is now in Boca but you see we're quite mobile our crew is tremendous they're just unbelievable always changing but Hector and Teddy have been with us can't imagine doing this without them we have a lot of, and we, Danielle we have a lot of friends uh, still in Delray on Atlantic Avenue yes. we have a couple of shows we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks we still have a lot of friends who come back up here uh, but the atmosphere and the energy that's up here, I mean, what you have going on it just in this place is tremendous. It, it gives people an opportunity to do. I mean, Tito Puente Jr., I was looking Can at you imagine? The, I was looking at Mr. Ortiz over there, and with the first, the first thing we looked at, because in the Latin community, um, he's big. Can you imagine bringing Jesse in for that? 
Right, her dad wrote with him. You're going to have to rope off the street if you bring mm -hmm. Jesse. We have an yeah. amazing singer who wrote music with him and her oh, father wow. sang with him, so truly would be tremendous. Yeah, tremendous. I mean, it just brings, it flows all the ideas and everything behind it, which I think is fantastic. And we have another friend over there. I got uh, Jeff. Uh, Jeff is in the house. We got a lot of friends, and I know we're going to keep changing our set. So, Teddy, I guess just keep the cameras over here. Margie, we're going to change over yes, to our board of directors. We're bring up some board of directors to talk with you. Thank you so much. Thank I look forward to seeing you, you at some more okay, events. Okay, sure, definitely. So we're going to we're, we're going to keep changing while keep we keep rolling and I going. I mentioned the uh, the salsa classes that at the Arts Garage sponsors. And due to the Latin community, there's a lot of art, a lot of students are now attending salsa classes right here. We're so missing out on this. We have to do classes? that. Uh, the salsa classes, I just saw one of the organizers here. It's oh, every Wednesday evening, oh, about go. 7 o'clock, there's a salsa class here. So wow. you want to take a salsa class? Take salsa? I could do a little salsa. Fantastic. Thank you okay. so much. Mm -hmm. sure. Salsa dancing. A little salsa dancing. Sounds good. That Absolutely. seems to be coming up over and over again. <laughs> I know. Where we go. Everybody's dancing. You know what it is? It's the holiday season. It's a, now, the did season. you see Teddy dancing the other day? Oh, I have to tell you that they offered you free a free dance lesson with you and your boyfriend. They have two. So if you would like one, and Hector, if you would like one, they contacted us at Paramount Dance, Ballroom Dancing, and said they've got two free lessons they'd like to give to our crew because they loved it so much. No, we'll put a camera there. We'll put a camera to make sure we capture all of that. <laughs> Which would be amazing. Absolutely. Welcome, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. You are on the board of directors. I'm just going to give you your mic. And we have Elliot and Ronnie. I am Ronnie. <laughs> uh, let's start with Ronnie. Ladies first. Thank you. How long have you been on the board? Uh, since this place's inception, I've been here for uh, from the beginning. Did you help bring it to fruition? Well, I'd like to think I was part of that process. It's been an amazing several years. I mean, just to see this begin as a almost a little grassroots organization and to become what it is today, it's just been remarkable. It's a part landmark of in such a short period of time. Everybody knows the exactly. Arts Everybody wants to be here. My phone hasn't stopped ringing. And we didn't, we didn't <laughs> we even like announce that. it because we were afraid if we announced it, that was what's going to happen. It leaked out. Somebody said we were going to be That's it. You had it leak out. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, since 6 o'clock this morning, this phone hasn't stopped. You saw we were on the phone with everybody. Oh, can we come sing? We're not doing that kind of show. Not yet. Next time. Next time. What do you find so exciting about being a part of the Arts Garage, Elliot? Well, for me, I've, I've been in Delray for six years, and I live right in the neighborhood. Um, I, this place is just so vibrant. Hold, hold so that mic up, Elliot. It's so vibrant. It adds so much to the community. I mean... If you think about the kind of music, the educational programs, we have an art gallery with emerging artists. Um, there's just nothing like it. I mean, in terms of an arts uh, venue, this is so Delray. It is. I mean, it's funky and it's artsy, and that's what we'd like to think of Delray as being different. And uh, it really adds so much to the community. You know, and with schools, they're taking away so much of art education in That's our right. schools. That's right. And you offer a venue here to continue that. Why do you find arts and music so important to the community at large? Well, I, th I work with a lot of children in my business, and what I find is important is that the art and the music helps these kids understand who they are, express themselves, feel their core, and gives them strength and character. And it's something you can't buy. You can help instill it, and you can help teach it to them but it it's holds them forever. It's old school thinking too, because yes. you know a lot of that has been lost with what's going That's on right. around us recently, and the arts always suffer. That's but right. the artists, they get stronger is what I see. Now I gotta ask, when you set out to do this, did you think 
that what you see here today <laughs> is what it was going to be because you are lit up. You can actually see the pride about what you've done. You never expected all this. No, it's amazing. We, I mean, we've totally reorganized the, uh, the, the venue. It was much smaller. We couldn't seat this many people. We couldn't bring the kind of energy and acts that we now can. And I have to tell you, when you sit here for a show and you watch people lined up outside going, wow, I want to be in there, right. it makes you feel so good. I love yeah, we have people standing on the street listening. And I've got to tell you, it, this is a little bit of a... Um, of the future of the arts garage. We have a theater right behind us we call the Black Box. It is a phenomenal kind of um, cabaret theater. The problem we have is we don't have soundproofing between the two. And if there's anyone out there who is in the soundproofing business and wants to use this as a marketing activity or whatever, if we could soundproof this, we could have two events at once and this place would be beyond what we thrive even more. right now. If yep. you have extra eggshell for <laughs> <laughs> give us a call. We actually have two studios for you to do as well. That's right. Well, we have a new place that we're doing, and we actually did dual productions the first time in 12 years of my dream to do this. And that gentleman over there with the white hat did a Latino base. We have a Latino base show. And I understand exactly what you're talking about. And the landlord was nice enough to soundproof these mm -hmm. rooms. But now I want to put two more in the back so I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll run into some people, you know? I mean, we know a lot of people. Maybe you want to come and see me. And Jeff is around here somewhere. Oh, we get some soundproofing. Well, our crew turn. knows pretty much when I say it. It comes to fruition. That's right. So we just need someone to help do yeah. some soundproofing, That's you know, right. to put two yeah. events, to help the kids, to help the community. We'll share the resources, that's right? That's what it's all yeah. about. <laughs> right, we're always sharing resources, yeah. and that's so tremendous. What are some of the future plans that you both have going on for the garage? Wow. I think for me, one of the big things is I still want to see education, uh, research, uh, resources coming out into us. I want to see much more across the boundary lines in our town, reaching out to other communities and bringing more and more people in. One of the <clears throat> things I love about this organization is that we really embrace diversity. And I want to see that spectrum get larger and larger as we move forward. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're a nonprofit. And as I always say, the only way a nonprofit can exist is if it makes profit first. Um, and so as a nonprofit, we're always looking for money. I mean, that's the, the, the name of the game in terms of keeping this place vibrant, whatever. Uh, I'm a donor, major donor. Ronnie's a major donor. We've put our money where our mouth is. And, you know, we welcome people who are interested in the Arts Garage and not just to come, but um, help us grow. Is fundraising for the Arts Garage itself, is that something you guys do? Absolutely. It's big. It's it is big. big. It's, a major, it's, yes. a, it's a major interest of everyone on the board. I kind of like uh, that. Because I've been on nonprofit boards before in the arts in different cities that I've lived in. And, it, you know, it's one of the things that a nonprofit arts organization has to do. Sadly, keep its hand out, mm -hmm. um, and people think of this as music. But when they think about the educational programs, and they think about the arts that come here, and what this community touches, um, it's just such a worthwhile investment. And I said to my wife when we were thinking of making a donation, imagine what this community would be like if the arts garage weren't here. It's funny. You're making me think of PBS. Right, when all the public funding, do you ever do you have any radio shows or radio station or TV that you have access to to put, help even grow the visibility more? Bigger media. Well, I don't uh, know. Marjorie's been, been 
putting on a major marketing Marjorie, come up. I want to ask you the same question. Because I'm sitting here listening to Elliot and Ronnie thinking of PBS. You know how there's always the public broadcasting and the children's shows and children's TV and the arts and the concerts. Have you ever put any of this out on radio or TV? So we're active on our YouTube channel so that okay. people are starting to see more. Um, and we've had individual opportunities like this, but no, not in any concrete structured way. Well, maybe that's something we can visit. Well, maybe That'd it is something we can right? visit. Maybe for our opening act, which is going to be Saturday from 8 to 10, we're going to be doing Cafe After Dark. Maybe we'll put this show on there. That would be great. Well, put yeah. a tape show on put there. Put another show on there on well, Saturday. The, it's tricky because the artists have to be uh, involved in that. There's a whole contracting process. Well, we're process, thinking even so today's show. Just oh, put it on a Saturday no, night. No, no, this, this show. Oh, no, this yeah. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't <laughs> do this with <laughs> But I would love, I thought you meant like <laughs> no, streaming no, no, the show or that's something. No, no, no. That's further down. But I would love okay. to look at that as well. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of things we can do in the future. Not everybody's going to want to do the same thing, but yeah, absolutely. We've talked about that, starting a children's network. We're working with some children's organizations to put that together to go coincide with what you're doing with the arts program so many things because the more levels we can do the more visibility on so many mediums to get it out there because right. everyone knows the Absolutely. arts garage right the one, thing, the one thing I want to point out about the children's programs we have so many programs to serve the underprivileged the yes. underserved community we don't think of Boca and Delray as having underserved communities um, I was shocked to find out that in Boca, which we think of as a very wealthy community, 40% right. of the people live below the poverty line. Yeah, no, no, it exists. Yeah. We, we've had programs where they've been completely funded, where we've make, gotten donations and all the kids come on scholarship. And that's just, it just warms my heart mm -hmm. and makes it so much more worthwhile. You know, it's really funny. When we were uh, unloading, a gentleman that was out here cleaning, um, up. cleaning up, he has a program, and he's been on our show Two years ago? Beachkeepers. Beachkeepers mm. were him and his brother. They started two years ago cleaning the beaches, and wow. they came, we put them on at the radio station, and then we put them on the Brooklyn Cafe. And he comes up to me, he hugs me, says, Freddie, <laughs> you don't <laughs> know what's involved. been happening in my... And I'm like, really? And the funny thing is, you don't know anybody. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was getting... And this man knew Freddie's name, and he's he knew my name. I thought I was getting mugged, I'm saying. And he had on his shirt and everything. I mean, he looked official. And I said, I looked at him and says, really? Him and his brother have come, and they've That's taken great. on four people to turn their lives around, and right. they're doing their thing. So yeah. I understand where That's you're coming from. Well, there's, you know, there's this thing that happens when you do um, something like what we do, where you're putting on shows for people. Everybody loves to enjoy Tito or Anne Hampton Calloway or um, Chuchito Valdez or whoever we have, right? But there's a lot that happens behind the curtain not just with arts education, but with emerging artists, with the connections like we talked about with the guild volunteers who are maybe transplants to our community or maybe they suffer the loss of a spouse and are looking for a new way to connect with other people. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of stories that happen that when people find out like you're talking about, it, it explains why it's so important to keep supporting the arts. Arts and music really matter. They are a universal language that brings people together mm -hmm. and provides a, a real safe space for everyone to, to be. It is absolutely happy. universal language. I'm going to ask, and you're probably not going to be able to answer. Elliot, do you have a favorite part of the Arts Garage? The favorite part of the Arts Garage? Um, this, the, I'm going to, the Arts Garage has given me, uh, I love Latin music. 
and the, the Arts Garage has a really vibrant Latin, jazz, funk, punk uh, kind of community that has been, we've got people coming up from Miami, Hallandale, all over the place because of the kinds of arts, and for me, that's the best part. But to see these emerging artists, because my daughter was an emerging artist uh, at one time, and to see these emerging artists and people being exposed to them, um, I think is just phenomenal. Do you do pop-up art events as well here? It's No, the, the gallery is curated, so um, it's a pretty complicated okay. process, and it, a lot of people want in, and we try to do something. So for, in, it, for example, in February, we will have the Florida Highwaymen for the second um, year in a row, and I don't know if you know who they are, but they're well established. The first generation started, I don't want to try to figure out the year, but it was a long time ago. They paint Florida landscapes, they're African American, and they were painting and selling their art during a time when it was very difficult for African Americans to do anything like that. The second generation of Florida Highwaymen are who we have here. There'll be some live painting, there will be a display of their art, you can purchase it, it's an incredible thing. So we do things like that. But we, our calendar, we're full. Our space is really full almost all the time. And they Absolutely. may need a bigger boat. They may need more. <laughs> <laughs> they may need, they may need venues, because we talked about this yesterday. Well, we've got a lot of things we to talk about. We have a lot about. of different venues to put art all over the place, and we're trying to expose up-and-coming artists um, people that don't have the rep and put them next to somebody who does have the rep and see what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, I was in New York when graffiti became art and they opened up the graffiti museum right. in right. Manhattan. Right. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I did this as a kid and I was a museum. I didn't get caught. Yeah, yes. We're in trouble for doing it. <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble. And Ronnie, how about you? The, the I think kids? the thing that I, obviously the kids, that's a big part of my life anyway, but I also, I'm a big blues fan. And fortunately for me, I've had the opportunity to meet some of the artists and get to know them a little bit better. Is it on? Turn it on. Yes, she turned it off. Okay. Yeah, and, and get to know a lot of the performers a little bit better. The thing that always impresses me about them, one of the things that they love about being here is that people are here to hear the music and to enjoy them. And they feel it, and that just enhances their performance, and they just love it. People, so. people want to be here. Everybody yeah. wants in. you got standing room yep. only. The question <laughs> is, how do we get more people in here? That's the question. Well, it's about the raising building. the awareness of all the different activities and opportunities that are here, from volunteering to children to music to shows, it's bringing your own board. food. It's you can't even say that it's too expensive to go out on a Saturday night right. because you can bring it from home. You can bring a tuna fish sandwich if you want you know, to. You gotta, you gotta watch this one because I've been with this one four <laughs> years now, and everywhere I go, including the iHeart Radio stations, we've outgrown them. Mm -hmm. Okay, the last one we were here at the gallery for two years, we've outgrown that spot. Now we're in a 2,000 square foot. It looks a lot like this. All we're uh, asking for today is soundproofing. If someone walks yeah, in with egg crates, you're going to laugh. She knows. Another year, we're going to outgrow that. I mean, just exactly. growing because there are so many people coming forward. And it's a compliment to what you guys have accomplished here. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm really proud that we, we met you and we know you. And this is better things coming. We're so excited. This, this is the person that made it happen. I can see. Absolutely. We're so happy to be on the board and have a CEO with Margie is spectacular. Elliot and Ronnie, All thank leadership. you so much. We're going to go to commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk arts education. We are live at Delray Arts Garage in Delray Beach. You know what? If you're in the area, come on in. Have a seat. We'll pass the mic around and see what's going on. We'll go into the crowd. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank you. Oka, products of purest natural ingredients 
and providing a safe alternative method for relief from many symptoms, creating a healthier lifestyle without the use of opioids. Use hemp boca products for improved mental health and overall well-being. It's safe, legal, and non-psychoactive. Our pure and high-quality CBD is from clean industrial hemp, then extracted slowly over days to produce the strongest and most effective products on the market, made in the U.S. with no synthetic ingredients. Committed to bringing our customers the highest-grade CBD oil on the market. Our industrial hemp, it's organic with no solvents and pesticides, gluten-free, vegan, full-spectrum, and third-party double-lab tested. Our top priority is your health and wellness, and we are confident you will love our products and the amazing relief so you can enjoy the things you love to do. Try our products and start living a healthier lifestyle. Hemp Boca. Good health and good sense are two of life's greatest blessings. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it make a sound? Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to at Delray Arts Garage. We're so excited. What a terrific Thursday. Travel Thursday, I think, continues. I like being on the road on Thursdays. I love it. Charlotte, yes, we are. And we are at the Arts Garage here in Delray. And yes, we are in. This is the place to be. And line it up because we're going to be doing hopefully more with them in the future. And there will be opportunity. Everybody wants to come to the Arts Garage. Everybody wants to sing here. They want to paint here. They want to do paint by numbers. It was such a great venue, such a great board of directors, a community of volunteers. Marjorie Waldo has created such a spectacular home for everyone to feel welcome. That's right. It's all family. Familia, as they say. And, Teddy, I'm going to ask our crew here. We're talking about arts education. And the reason we're even here is because Clydia... I met her at Roots and Wings, and I went up about the arts. You know, for me, it's always about kids and arts. Roots and Wings once again. And this is how I met Clitty. I went up to her, and I said, tell me about your arts education program. And we have a show, and she told me, and then introduced us to Marjorie, and here we are. So I'm going to let Clitty talk about the arts and education program, introduce us to everyone we have here. I know we have Michelle, we've got Dick, and we have Lucia, Lucia, and you're one of the art students. So tell us about the program. Yeah, so we have arts education programs for youth and adults. Um, we have classes like dance, which is salsa nights. Um, we have 
uh, Dick's class, which is Jazz at Java, Acting for Adults with Michelle. Um, we have some visual arts programming for adults and kids, so um, power play. Um, classes range. We have classes for, I would say, two-year-olds up to 100, whenever, you know, you're, you want to take classes. Um, so, I mean, we do a lot as far as the education goes. Kids and goes. adults. Yeah. What is jazz and Java? That sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like right up your speed. Jazz and Java. Java coffee. Java. Right. You say Not Java, I say Java. Java, that's like Java the Hun. That's right. Hun, right? That's Star Wars? What, drinking, isn't it? what no, is no. jazz and Java? So we started that uh, a few years ago. Uh, jazz and Java, we have coffee in the morning and some donuts and things like that, and we discuss music with all adults of uh, various backgrounds. So we started, the first class was early jazz and uh, swing era. And uh, we're now, I think, going into our fifth class. We have 18 students this time around, and we're doing singers and swingers, where we're doing various singers and some of the bands that play with, that they play with. And um, what it's also done, like I said, we have 18 in a second class where we have uh, five in the afternoon and it the classes really have become friends we go to concerts together we go to a lot of the concerts almost half the class more than half the class to hear some of the people that perform here we go around the county and and last year several of the students students but adults <laughs> uh we all went on the jazz cruise that goes out of uh, fort lauderdale uh, quite a few people and there's about another 10 or 20 going again this this year in January and February to, on the jazz cruise. How often do you meet for these classes? Um, this is an eight-week session. It meets an hour and a half. I have one in the morning and then one in the afternoon. And actually, this time, I let them pick what they wanted to do in the next class in the spring. So we are doing singers and swingers and then dot, 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 more. <laughs> so let me get this right. You do coffee and dancing in the morning. Is that what you're saying? That's right. We had, now, have you ever seen perfect. this coffee? No, and we would love this to have some of this coffee. coffee. Yeah, we, and this comes We're in gonna, seven... We'll leave these bags with you. It comes we'll in seven things. different flavors. Because That'd be wonderful. Don Pablo is a, is a sponsor of ours, and he, we have coffee We carts. have brandy infused. We have, oh my, we have brandy infused, which may give a little... A little kick. S a little kick. Yeah. It smells so good. But I, you know something? This is why I wanted the coffee. See? Now you got the, we're going to leave now the coffee here. Yeah, How did you get involved? Were you a professor growing well, up? Well, I just before? retired. Uh, I taught jazz for 50 years in New Jersey and New York City, starting various jazz programs in Manhattan School of Music and some other places. You didn't teach at NYU, did you? No, I have a lot of friends that taught because there. Because you look like a professor. I took a jazz class at NYU. You look. Did you pass? Well, absolutely. I got an A. <laughs> I love You jazz. and teach. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That was high school. I know. I'm talking about NYU. NYU. And I took a jazz class, and I'm gonna tell you, there's nothing like music. When you hear jazz, it is on. It speaks. But how amazing that you taught jazz, and then you're still able to continue doing it. Move here, and continue what you love to do yeah, with I this like weather. I think I'm retired, but yeah, clearly yeah. not. <laughs> but they drag you back in. Yeah, and it's interesting because I wear a bunch of hats. I'm also on the on the board of directors here. I'm also a performer here. My big band plays here. Really? And then I teach classes. When really. are you performing here with your big band? Um, on December 27th, we're doing a tribute to Nat King Cole really? with uh, Lizanne Lyons and, and Dana Paul and my big band. Wow. And we're doing all the music of Nat and Natalie Cole. That sounds amazing. That right? sounds Cal very Basie, cool. Count Basie, Duke Ellington. Count Basie, really? And then another one in the end of April about the, the Jersey Boys, the other Jersey Boys. 
of Count Basie, uh, Sinatra, and uh, Duke, um, Tommy Dorsey, Glenn Miller. What time, what time does the festivities begin? Uh, 8 o'clock, Friday, December 27th, and there were about 20 tickets left. Sounds like a lot of fun. Get me a couple of tickets. Get yourself a couple oh, of tickets. Man, I, tell you, I love that stuff. Big bands, love it. Love the music. And you know the, I love the old The music. other thing that it's done, and I don't want to infringe on what you're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Michelle. What it's also done is brought the students have become not just students, we're friends. We go out, we hang out together. Like I said, a lot of us went on the jazz cruise together. And to me, what the arts does is brings people together. And I'll let you talk about more about the, the different age groups. And, and I know you've been hearing that all morning, how it brings everybody together, yes. different age groups, different backgrounds. Some have no background in jazz in my classes, and others you know, are very well versed in the music. That's, that's cool. the beauty of Delray Arts Garage. It brings people together. Like Marjorie said, where it's a sense of community. Whether you love music, you liked it, you get to grow, you meet new people, you go on cruises. Sounds like a lot of fun. Michelle, tell us what you do. Michelle Diaz. Hi. Um, I teach the acting for adults class, and I also uh, run the summer camp that we have for kids. And so my relationship with Arts Garage started with the summer camp. And we basically created this curriculum where the kids come in, different age groups, and they write their own show. They do all of the tech, all of the light, sound, stage. They do everything themselves. And then they also perform it at the end. So they get to learn all aspects of theater, and they get to create their own show, and uh, they basically choose the involvement that they want to put into it. They don't have to perform. They could do the tech stuff, or they could do both, whatever they want. And um, it's, it's great because we do bring in a lot of low-income communities, and we provide scholarships for the students. Um, so it's a really rewarding summer. Is it a whole us. summer program, or are they divided into four, eight weeks? We divide it into three sets of three weeks. So we have the younger kids in the beginning, then the, the uh, sort of middle school age, and then the teenagers. You That's know, it, we, yeah. we had a program two years ago, mm -hmm. and we did that concept. Get out of my head. Except that <laughs> Missy here decided to take all ages. So there was small, medium, and large. But it was a homeschool. Uh-huh. And what happened was they had a program. We took the school. They had a prior, eight weeks, 12 weeks, and then they did a live show on the radio mm. with the television wow. cameras running. And you should have seen the, when they first came, they wouldn't even look at us. When they left, yep. they were flying banners. It was yes. an unbelievable change. Well, what yes. it does for self-esteem, even if you're not great at acting or writing, yes. what it does for kids in their self-esteem yes. is tremendous. And to give them the voice to actually create it themselves is so rewarding for them because they don't realize the capacity that they have to create something like that and so when you give them the platform to do that they just blossom it's oh, wow. really beautiful to to watch and then i get to do that um in a way with the adults we um we have also created kind of a family unit it started with an acting one class and then they all wanted to continue on together so i created an acting two class for them, and now we're gonna create something else called a performance workshop class where they all kind of want to move on together. So Lucia was in my acting class last year, and now she's in it again this year, and um, it's just a great way for adults who maybe always wanted to, to act and, and do some theater and never got the opportunity, and now you know they're at a place in their lives where they can come back to it and, and explore and see 
how it is. And, and it's really just a place for them to kind to of hang themselves. out, get to know each other, but also to confront some fears about speaking in front of a group. It's great for public speaking stage. also. Yeah, exactly. Lucia, did you always want to be an actress? No. <laughs> did you even um, know you wanted to be an actress? No, I never wanted to be an actress. Um, I was an airline pilot, so I spent a pilot. You were a pilot, life. so you landed and became an actress. That's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and after, and after I uh, retired, I retired early, and I was a little bored. I didn't know what to do with myself, and I stumbled on the course, and I thought it might be a really great way to step outside my comfort zone, because I'm so used to always being in a situation where you're always testing yourself and mm -hmm. testing. And after you retire and a certain amount of time goes by, I needed that challenge. And this was way outside my comfort zone. What are you doing now? Now? You're acting career-wise or are you doing full-time acting? No, right now all I'm doing is taking classes with Michelle and I'm trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Don't, we Commercials. Decide, we decided, she's got a great voice. She does. Yeah. She's got an incredible radio yeah, voice, radio. a great voiceover, right? Yes. <laughs> Commercial. I gotta tell you, Dawn just hooked up with FAU. Okay. And we, we didn't even make the announcement. Yeah. We just hooked up with them where we, our, our, our interns in here, we call them producers because they're more than interns. They're all volunteers. And we've had from over 300, close to 400 in the last four years, three years. And they come in here and they learn this side of the business. But we've had young ladies like Jackie Birch and everything who have come forward as interns to learn what you learn. Actually, Fernando is our, I laugh, he's, he's, our, our, he's our, our, our newest intern. intern. And these people, we've put them in front of cameras. They are now being paid to host shows on the air at WNN at 95.3. And there is television waiting. And it, these are the, some of the things that happen when you take this thing. You never know where it's going to lead. You never know who's listening. You never know when somebody comes and says, hey, I got a part for you. We had a lady that came and wrote a play. And it's, in, it's playing in New York in North Broadway right now. Right? JP's lady. Or Jay's lady. Yes. And, it's and so I told her, can't we do it? The curious Florida? contents of Christina's wastebasket, something like that, right? It's off, but it's on North Broadway. Yes, How many is. people can say that they've been on North Broadway? And they actually sell tickets. It's not a big theater, but it's there, it's real. It's a beginning. So many options. It yes, is. we are now officially part of the FAU internship program through the Career Planning and Placement. They're going to be joining us in a couple weeks. We've got a crew, and it's just amazing. They're going to come grows. join us. So I applaud again, another applaud. Congratulations, Step, stepping into your power. you got a fantastic gig going on here. Yeah. And I can just see it keep growing and going. And you'll be surprised about what's waiting for you. Because you won't, you should never be bored in this business. This business has so many other things that we're going to be sending crews out all over Atlantic to bring them into the show remotely. We've got that capabilities now. We've developed this. We've been doing this longer than Facebook. I want to ask Clitty, what's next on the horizons for arts education? Um, so we have a lot of classes um, for our spring, upcoming spring. Um, so just pretty much starting those classes. We have an open house this Saturday where um, the community could come in and just check out what we have to offer, meet the teachers and just, you know. What time is the open house? It is 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. All um, ages? All ages. Um, we would love for kids to come and be able to see what we do in our space. Uh, we have a promotion, 25% off you get on all classes. 
Um, we have a heartfelt. Um, How do classes range in price? Um, very affordable, I would say. That's one of our main goals to make sure it's affordable. You know, um, so we have classes from eighty dollars to um, two hundred for like you know the adult programs, but very affordable. And then if you come Saturday, you get twenty five percent off. You know, that would make a great stocking stuff. Is all I can say. Yeah, I think that would be so great. great. Casting cool. I can see casting cool. But think about it. a stocking stuffer for right? a child. Maybe even make a donation for those of you that have extra money and you want to make a difference in a child's life. Uh, if you don't want to do a toy drive or Toys for Tots, maybe make a donation. I'm sure they have someone that would be more than happy to use a scholarship for a program. Right, and we have um, a heartfelt uh, drive for art supplies for local schools. Mm -hmm. So if you donate $10, you get an extra 10% off on classes. So save a total 35%. That's tremendous. Yeah. You know, there's also that thing that everybody, I'm a grandparent, I'm going to be a grandparent again. Everybody has a kid in the family who should be on TV. Everybody. And they should come down, take a couple of classes. Take Which one of yours should be on TV? Mine, mm -hmm. Joey, and Freddie. <laughs> they should they go. No, they should and both Rowan, be. And Rowan, you mean? And Rowan and Joey should both be. Yes. And the amazing thing is, you never know. Listen, Freddie Prince was the man in the day when I was growing up, and I used to tell my mother, "I'm going to do that," and she says, "Are you nuts?" I go, "Yeah, I'm pretty much." But nobody gave me a shot. Now you got classes, you got facilities, you have the reach. Take advantage of it. Come and check a class out. You can Let's also go online, artsgarage.org. Yeah. Everything is there. Mm -hmm. Artsgarage.org. We're going to switch our set. Marjorie, are you keeping us rolling and going? Yep. Teddy, we're going to keep going. Thank you all so much. More to come. You can check out artsgarage.org. There's programs for children. There's programs for adults. We're just going to switch. We're going to bring in your director of operations. You're going to bring in uh, all your staff, Sarah and Crystal and Serena with us as well. Thank you. Dick, pleasure. Michelle. Pleasure. We've he got some voiceover like work for professor. you. And Clydia, thank you for the connection as well. He's got that professor look. You would love Jazz and Jabba. I, I, I love the I can't wait to see what the kids are doing. Thing. I think it's stocking stuff for a donation for the kids would be would be absolutely incredible. We're going to walk around this way. Listen, while you're Truly amazing. Sets, I'm going to talk to some people offset. You keep talking to people offset while I set the set. How are you doing? I feel like, doing? Marjorie, hey, this doing? is why I feel like it's like PBS. We're hey, doing, doing like a telethon. We can do a fundraiser right here. Hey, Dawn. Hey, Freddie. Hey, Jeff. This is the man that put up the cowbell. put up the sign at our studio. I love our logo. Beautiful, huh? Looks good. And NN, the, the Beasley Broadcast Network saw it, and he's going to be going there Monday to do some measurements for us? Yeah, Monday we're going to measure up the elevator. and we're Elevator, the wall, yeah, and a couple of studios. Yeah, yeah. And I need you to put a studio A and B because she keeps saying over there, and I don't know where the hell I'm going. I don't know if it's uh, A and B. We may do Bronx and Brooklyn. We'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, sit, sit here. All right. I think we, we need to come up with another name. I say uh, one and two, A and B. I think we do. Um, you got this New York City thing going on. Well, I can't imagine why. I don't need Because you don't I sound like you're from Nebraska is all I can yeah, say. From Nebraska. Oh, his, his lady is from Nebraska. <laughs> How'd you know that? Look, there's News Channel 5 passing through. What an amazing view we have here. You get to see everything that goes Some on in Delray Beach. Best marketing ever. Some of our, like a Tito Puente show, for example. People will line up. We have speakers piping the music from the show outside. People line up outside you to watch. You put tables out there when they're doing no, this? No, no, we don't have access to that. But they have easy access to the box office to come in and buy a ticket for the next night. That's right. So it's some of the best marketing ever, and it's free. Now, right do now. you do one set, two sets, three sets? Depends on the night. So Friday and Saturday nights are generally two sets starting at 8 p.m. Sunday night is because it's a 
before work night is usually one long set with no intermission. Mm -hmm. But it depends on the group. So some jazz groups want to play straight through. So even a, so a Friday night, we might do one long set. So it sounds amazing. The big I band like set that Dick was talking about sounds. You're, in. You're so You're in. You're see me here on the 27th of December. I'm coming. I'm going to buy some tickets. Absolutely. Good. Hurry, because they'll be gone in no time. I know. Time. You know, this always happens to me. I know. People come on here and they go, oh, we got three tickets left. Or we got 20 tickets left. And by the time I finish this, they're gone. That's why you got to well, book Well, but you happen to know the CEO. So I might be able to help you. <laughs> you have an I in. might be able to help you. You have I'll an in. my best shot. We've got Sarah with us, who's the director of operations. And I haven't met these two ladies. We've got Chris. Crystal and Serena. Crystal? Serena. Serena? Crystal. Okay. She's Serena? Well, I got to talk to Sarah. Yeah, you're Which confusing me. Sarah, Serena, and Crystal. Crystal. See, that's what I said. You got director that? of operations, director of marketing, director of sales. Well, you ladies have an amazing job. What a nice staff you have. Ah, uh, you're not kidding. And then you've got your director of dopeness over there, which yeah. is just. <laughs> director of dopeness is coming up in a few minutes. He'll that's be the way up they here to talk to about programming with me. Love so that. for me, it was so important. When, it, when you're not for profit, you are not able to pay people stellar, huge salaries because you're rubbing nickels together to make quarters, right? Right. So when I hire people, I try to hire people who feel something passionately about the arts because it allows them to feel good about what they're doing and that helps make up for their salaries a little bit, right? And it makes them way better at their jobs. Because they love, they have a passion for they it. They have a passion for it. So they forgive us a little bit for being a not-for-profit and not paying as well as they might in a corporate world. You know, they forgive us a little bit for that, and they, they just do amazing things for the organization. Our, these three women are on our leadership team, and they're absolutely fantastic. But there's something to be said about loving what you do. That's right. It ain't never work when you love it. Exactly. You love it, and you love it, and you have a passion for it. And Sarah has been so great communicating <laughs> with me back and forth on emails. Yeah, absolutely. What does it take to be the director of operations here? So, you know, I don't know if this is close enough. Um, Customer experience is one of the things that, you know, Arts Garage is known for. So, you know, I started all the way in the box office initially when I came here in July of 2018, I think it was. I think so. So, you know, I started in the box office and it gave me a really great foundation as to, you know, what's expected from the organization. You're that first, you know, you're like the first line of defense. Um, you know, people depend on you. And, you know, the box office, you know, it's box office, but really, truly at the core of what we do here is rooted in that experience. So customer experience is really important. Um, I was also taught that from a very young age. Um, and, you know, as director of operations, the other piece of the pie that I have to cut every week is making sure our performers get everything that they need in a timely manner. Everything's clear. Um, so the customer experience doesn't stop you know, at the box office with our patrons. It also continues and extends outward to our performers, booking agents, managers, uh, making sure they got the right hotel rooms booked, making sure we have the right equipment. Um, you know, everything is just so important. So it's important to you. I'm, I feel like I have many arms. Do you sleep? No. Uh, there's just no <laughs> way. I sleep at all because she's also interacting with donors mm -hmm. and with board members. So she's making sure every experience, we attempt to make every experience, anybody, even for you today, we yes. want this experience to be positive for you. And I have we to tell you, you did. feeling good. What you did was so spectacular. It is very, very rare on a shoot that we don't plan at all. 
we either have guests, we don't have guests, we figure out where we're going to park. From the inception, your e <laughs> details of your emails. Last night, how many chairs do you need? We can do bar stools, we can do regular chairs. How many tables? Whatever you need, she says, we'll get for you. Yes. Truly well, amazing. Well it's, I mean, it's well organized. You, you, you know how it has to look. You got to keep the overhead down. You have great people behind you. But it comes from the top. You could have said to any of these ladies, just email Dawn and take care of it. But you took it, and they, they follow your lead, which is why what you've created here is so tremendous. Thank you for that. So thank you. Serena, tell us what it's like to be the director of marketing. It's amazing. So I recently joined the team, and I'm so excited about joining the team. I, I was talking to Marjorie the other day and just telling her how much I love the passion that everyone here brings to their job. Um, I've worked in a couple different environments and not every job people are really excited about and passionate about. So it's really great to work in a place where people really come to work and they love what they do. They're all about making sure that this organization prospers and moves forward constantly. So that's what I really love that part of about working you here. You do the social media, you do all yes, of the marketing? all of the marketing, yes. I have a wonderful team also. They're, they're not here with me, but they, they work really hard to make sure that we're marketing what we have. We have so much here, as you can see, to market to the community. So uh, my team works really hard. Well, creati creativity, creativity is the key word that I keep hearing from everybody. And what you got going on here is you have a giant think tank of think tank? Tink tank? Tink tank. Tink tank. <laughs> tink tank <laughs> <of> creativity. <laughs> so they're giving you a blank canvas yeah. because you can't go wrong. Everything you're going to attempt is going to take this to another level, which right. is uh, congratulations. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and we have so much room to be creative here. I mean, that's the best part is that we come together, our team comes together every day, and we think of new ways to to reach people, new new things that are, you know, new things are happening every day with social media and the digital world. So we come together and try and think, how can we get the word out? How can we reach people? And so that's really cool that we get to do that every day. It's tremendous. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know how you ladies actually get to do what you do because <laughs> the amount of work is tremendous because you have so many programs. It's not just one 200 thing. events a year, 200. And that's and just your events, counting. right? That's and not even counting. your classes. Because I'm going to tell and you, a counting. lot of people are going to be wanting to join you this whole idea. But you know, it's so great to be given all of that flexibility and there's no bad thought. I mean, we when we talk to our people, we say there is no such thing as a bad thought, right? You want to <laughs> yeah. take a shot mm -hmm. and make it No happen. bad ideas. Mm -hmm. yeah, no bad ideas. We have a bad thought, but not a bad idea. You know what I mean. <laughs> yes, Tink Tank. Yeah, we're good to go. Tink Tank. <laughs> Crystal, tell us, director of sales, so you're helping with the box office, fundraising. What does that entail? <laughs> well, the director of sales, um, so we have a great package deal for people. Um, for communities like meetup groups or the communities that you live in, you know, you're always wanting to find something to do. And so we offer a great package for t groups of 24 or more to come and get a discount rate and come see our certain shows that we offer that for. Um, we also, I am also the director of the box office, I guess that's what you would call it. So sales <laughs> incorporates yeah. box office, group sales, which is mm -hmm. what she was referring to, and alcohol sales. So she's in charge of all of it. So she's really like the bartender too. She's the person you want she to know. Also bartends. And she'll she's sell the you one a we want to meet. Yeah, there you go. Yes, she, right. she, <laughs> she's the money. Yeah, got to so, follow the money. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's it. Right. But creating the bar, who was that? Whose idea was that? Because that was tremendous. 
that was before me, but I did come in as it opened, and I did help them open it up, but creating it was Marjorie's the, idea. The whole idea behind it, right? I got the board mm -hmm. behind it. Um, it took forever. It was a really long process because we were doing all the work that makes us exist on a regular basis, and it's actually quite complicated. Um, our house manager, Susan Haley, managed a lot of the government pieces to get the to get it done. information flowing yeah. the way it needed to. And the board was behind us 100%. You know, the city and CRA, as we talked about before, does a lot to support us, but they also want to see the nonprofits that they support start to grow legs and become more independent. And we looked at three things. I talked with the board about three things to raise revenues. We can raise ticket prices, making our shows less accessible to the public, which is not really at the core of who we are as an organization. We could get rid of the cabaret-style seating and go to row seating, but we're in this space and confined here, so you can't like build up a theater thing so you can see over people's heads. Right. And people love the cabaret seating for the food they can bring, yes. bringing their drink back to their table. They meet new friends at the table, because you can buy the table or just choose a seat. And the other one was to sell our own booze. And it was a no-brainer that the DNA of the Arts Garage is to remain accessible and to make this family-style seating. I mean, the worst seat in the house is, what, 30 feet from the stage? Yeah, yeah. We want to keep that vibe going. So we chose, the board and I, to do the alcohol license. And it was, um, people have been really, really supportive and understanding. I think it's a great idea. All, so much networking. You do networking events here as well? Sometimes, yes. Mm -hmm. Jeff, Sometimes. this could be a nice venue for you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, under that thing that you do. We know a lot of organizations as well. And again, people are still blowing up my phone because they want to know if the Arts Garage is accessible to the community. Can they come in here and talk to these ladies and, and, and strike up a conversation and make deals that make deals Look, that there's make freebie. more deals? So um, one of Sarah's roles as Director of Operations is to be the first line for rentals. So she, we have a process. On the website, you can do anything you want. There's a music um, performance application. So if you want to bring your band here, you submit online. It tells us everything. I do the programming for the main stage. So I collect it all by email so that I can breathe because I do CEO work as well. So I take off that hat and change it out and put on that hat and, and move around. So you can rent the space. We don't do a ton of rentals because our main goal is to put events on. And that's directed in part by our lease with the city because it's their, there's a reason they're supporting us. They right. want to see the impact on, directly on the community that we do. Right. And then, so you can apply to be a performer, you can apply to rent the place, you can apply to be um, considered for a showcase on the gallery walls. So you can access us anytime. The box office is always available. And if, say, s somebody comes in and wants to talk about a group sale, if she's not here, and she's almost always here, all of us are, then the box office will get you in touch with Crystal. Perfect. Same thing with all of us. You know, marketing opportunities go directly to Serena. Sarah sees almost everything. She touches almost everything in the building. That's everything. what I'm thinking. Sarah's everything. <laughs> what these ladies do, truly remarkable. It's a lot, and it's a lot of work, you know. No, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago when we were moving into a place. It's a team. We used to say, you know, it's not easy to put productions on. It's not easy to run a business because you're running a business. And there are so many different pieces that have to talk to one another. Sometimes you have people who just don't communicate well, and A doesn't know what B is doing, and it turns into F. Yeah, but look how tremendous this place it's is. Your board of directors, your growing. volunteers, and all From of your shows. From the top to the outside. I yeah. mean, it's unbelievable. 
All yeah. of it. And yeah. everyone can find the website is artsgarage. Artsgarage.org. Artsgarage.org. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're talking emerging artists, programming, soul party, director of dopeness. I don't know. Sounds kind of cool. <laughs> we are live at Delray Arts Garage right in the middle of downtown Delray Beach, a spectacular venue. Check out their website, artsgarage.org. And if you're listening or watching, they're looking for someone to help donate some soundproofing between here and the black box. <laughs> Stay tuned and we'll be right back. At Carmen Care Advanced Laser Therapy, our professional team specializes in finding the best alternative laser therapy treatments for your painful conditions. Do you suffer with chronic pain, a post-traumatic injury, or simply looking for the benefits of cell rejuvenation to the skin? Schedule a consultation today to understand how photobiomodulation can help reduce your symptoms, reduce or even eliminate pain. Give us a call today, 561 405-9577. We focus on treating you who has a disease, not a disease that defines who you are. Contact Carmen Care Laser Therapy today, 561-405-9577 or CarmenCareLaser.com. Sexy, seductive, and beautiful. Looking for a professional and talented photographer? Danielle Bujan specializes in capturing flirtatious and tasteful images for yourself or your partner. Located in South Florida, Danielle really knows how to bring out your inner beauty on a shoot. Visit her website at www.daniellebuljan.com or call her at 561-305-2241 to capture your most desirable moments. Farrell Law Firm, standing up to corporate bullies, using innovative, aggressive, and effective strategies to resolve disputes effectively and timely. Contact us at 954-252-9818, online at farrelllawfirm.com, and on Facebook at Farrell Law Firm. We look forward to being of service to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the Brooklyn Cafe, where every day is a new adventure. If you'd like to join Dawn and Freddie S. at the cafe, give them a call at 888-565-1470, toll free. Come on in for a cup of coffee or call to share a thought for the day and get all the information you need to help your business grow. Don't forget, sharing is caring, and to like this video, let's... And we're back. And ding, ding, ding. And you look my bell. I need a bell. I lost my bell, and yes. How about that? That works. That, that works. works? There you go. Charlotte, yes, I am a New Yorker. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Wilson. Huh? South Pole. I took off my jacket because you make fun of me. Jeff, do you do um, branding clothes? Yeah. Because Freddie seems to wear everybody else's name but his own. He yeah, wears Wilson. He wears South Pole. Yeah, we have this <laughs> Members thing. only. Thank you very much. We need <laughs> thank Moving you for on. playing. I want to thank you for playing. <laughs> Moving on. We are live at Delray Arts Garage in downtown Delray Beach. What an incredible venue. Very yeah. organized, right? Very nice. I mean, look what we've done the first hour. I know. Pretty, Pretty tremendous. Stuff, yeah. Just keep on rolling. What do you got now? What, what, All right, now we've got Alex. We've got Sam Spear, Roberta with us, the emerging visual artist, and Alex is the art curator. 
Yes. Oh, you're the one in charge of all the crayons. All this gallery space. Wow. That's right. <laughs> See, he's the only one that got that joke. Look, at you like his hat? I like his hat. You got a, a hat bookend. I saw him standing over by the window. I says, you got to get that guy up here. Right and away. there you have it. <laughs> Tell us about what's going on here as far as art career. You've got all these empty walls. It's a lot to fill. That's right. Um, every month we have the opportunity to select uh, a couple artists and we get lots of submissions. Yeah. So um, go through the submissions and really carefully select two artists that really complement each other and in their work, either by the style, the, the, um, the, the material, the medium they use. And um, really then schedule them for, for every month and I have about six months booked in advance. And we usually have a long waiting list. And um, then I contact them and coordinate the whole installation with them. And all the way down to installation day, we're come up with the layout and on, on the walls and, and fill the gallery up with great art. Tell me what constitutes an emerging artist, right? These are the artists that you're featuring. You're not featuring those well-known in galleries already? No. Emerging artists, it's great because it gives the artists um, or regular people that just are either have any profession. They can be engineers or um, doctors even, you know, uh, people that are retired and they just never really thought they were talented enough. And somebody around them has motivated them to come out here and say, let me apply. So um, they take that step. And um, so they've never had an experience at a gallery and this is their first time, so they're usually very grateful, and they How just have the best time. How can you possibly choose? Think about that. The she, amount of submissions I, I to choose two? I wouldn't want to have two? her job. Only yeah. two a month? Two a month. Wow. I mean, it's you know, it's really funny. When you're growing up and you're watching baseball, everybody wants to play baseball. And when you are in a, a, a major league dugout, it's like beside you. And to have your art hung on a wall, I can just imagine what you go through. The butterflies and everything. And if you want to even make it bigger, do you have a newsletter for the Arts Garage? We, our marketing director is in charge and she puts it out on social media. They do um, rack cards. Um, they, I mean, it's really, So it they get the proper circumstances and yeah. all that? Because one of the things that we found out when we were at the gallery is that a lot of the story of the paintings have to do with the artists, mm -hmm. has to do with who they are. The one with the braille. Right, she puts Braille in the art itself in right. the paintings. It's phenomenal. She's all over the place now. She went from this to you can't even Stacey find Mandel, it. but she was an emerging artist when emerging I met her artist. here, and yeah. now she's exploded all over the place. So I can I can appreciate what you have in front of you is tremendous because it gives somebody a chance, mm -hmm. right? And it gives them that wow. And they bring their family, I'm sure, and says, check me out, man. I'm, yeah, they're I'm super doing happy right here. Wow. It's a big deal for sure. It is. Yeah. It is absolutely. And Roberto, are you an emerging artist or are you working with the Grassroots Gallery with Sam? No, no, I, I pretend to be an emerging artist, <laughs> a young emerging artist, and um, I hope to emerge as soon as possible. <laughs> now, is your art, huh, is, is it Yes, here? I was given the opportunity to show. It was my first show and I really appreciated the Arts Garage for the opportunity it was given to me. And... Uh, was great because I got to talk to a lot of people. It was my first show and I got to talk to a lot of people about my artwork and share opinions and everything. So it was the first time that your art was hung anywhere? Yes. What type yes. of medium do you use? Um, acrylic on canvas. I'm from Florence, Italy. I recently moved here in uh, Delray about a year ago. And Where'd you come from? Florence, Italy. Florence, Italy. I'm Italian. 
I mean, Italian yeah. from from <laughs> Italy, actually. Italian from Italy. Yeah. Real Italian. Yeah, so, so this is like. <laughs> I don't use the, the the word real. But you I mean Italian from real Italian. Italian. But this is like a double shock for you because you came from Florence, you came here, and you're still doing your artwork, and then boom, you end up on a wall. Well, it's not exactly like that, but uh, it was a great <laughs> exposure <laughs> was a nice at the right time. You Were know, you a painter in Italy as well? Yes, but I stopped for a while, and then I started again after 30 years. Uh, so Took it means a break. That, uh, yeah, I mean it must must have been the environment here. I don't know. <laughs> it, start, it, it started it's making you paint again. So, yes. uh, so tell me, I, I want to capture somebody telling me how did it feel opening night when you saw your art on the wall that first night. Um, um, I thought it was a kind of a dream because uh, it's not that I had been dreaming that for a long time, but it just I didn't figure that I was going to be able to to have a, a show just for myself, you know? Right. And then when I saw some people coming, it was like, Jesus, it must be real, man. <laughs> it must, it, somebody pinched me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what an accomplishment yeah. that I is. I had my wife pinching me. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. And bring everybody from Florence to say, you want to check this out. And Sam, as well, what about you? Is your I'm art here? Photography, and, okay. and honestly, that's, a, I'm, how can I say, I guess I'm an example that you're never too old to emerge. You know, it, it started to, uh, 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 adventure in life, you know, and I've been in Delray about seven, eight years, but I found that I had a collection of uh, photography. Talk to your mic. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. 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 I had so, a collection so that I traveled for years, right. and I had a collection of photography. I never had a chance to show it. And stay on uh, your mic. Stay on your mic. Stay on my mic. Yeah, because okay. everybody wants to hear you. Okay, great. I never had a chance to show it, and the opportunity to, it, it, to, to, to present your stuff. Right. You know, they've been here a long time. How, you do invite everybody. How long, sure. how long have you been a photographer? I started traveling 40, 50 years ago. Okay. I had photography pictures, but I never showed them to anybody. I never said, well, this is my place. And then the, to find out that after retirement, you know, now I can come and say, um, somebody else wants to look at my, 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 my works. And uh, I published a book. And, started and a book. Well, yeah, you know, it took me a year, and I put a book together because I had this collection of four, five, eight thousand photos, and I wanted my children to know that I had done this and where I had been and where my wife and I had been, and it's uh, it's important to pass that on. That's right. Know? We well, talk about it all the time, right? Yeah. Legacy, passing it on, and documenting yeah. it. Otherwise, people don't know, right? They're not going to do it, you know. And they might be listening now, but they know they're not going to do it. So I had to do it. It's you know, amazing. A year and put a book out of my photos and uh, but the opportunity to show and that's so important to, yes. to come into a, a community and like I said invite everybody in and have a bigger party and opening night and it was just great it's Isn't incredible that f the, the, you can't even put those words absolutely now the bottom line here is you see you're, you're touching and changing lives this whole place sure. is. Mm -hmm. how yeah. does it make you feel knowing how you have affected lives. I mean, you mm. can, you can, I can feel how happy they are. Yeah. How does it give you, how does it make you feel? I mean, awesome. It's such a great, rewarding experience to really feel that with your job, it's not just a meaningless job that you go in nine to five and clock in, clock out, that you're really doing something to help someone else, another human being. Like, that's a whole purpose in life. At least for me, like, that's what I wanted. So, to be able to work with other people, to to see that they're talented, to tell them you're talented, your work is great, I can see it, you know, like this or like that, and, and they really get validation. 
that's so important that's for everybody. You know? How can people contact you if yeah, they want the opportunity, right? Yeah. They want to know if there's an open house or what is the deal? How do they get in front Yeah, of they you? just um, submit their work. It's, it's, there's a whole online submission on artsgarage.org. And um, it just takes them step by step, tells you what to upload and what we need. And it comes straight to me, and then I will reply same day or within 48 hours. And I love what Sam says. It's never too late to emerge, That's right? It right. doesn't matter That's how right. old or That's young right. you are. Just come That's on right. and Just emerge. Bring it. <laughs> Have a little fun. You know something? You got There are people that pay, put their paintings in the closet, Yeah. right? Yeah. And we just had this experience. And some of the stuff that's in there is really good. And they brought it out, and we've displayed it in, in our walls because we've got a lot of walls as well. But this is an accomplishment. Bring it out. Take a shot. Go to the website, I guess, to get the instructions. Yeah, absolutely. Artsgarage.org. And um, go to artists, and then it'll tell them, show you submissions. You just click on it. Is your artwork hanging out. now? Yes, the gallery. We just had an installation yesterday. Well, their artwork, they're from previous months okay. this year. So First Friday in the month. Yes, but the exhibits are first Friday of every month from 6 to 8, uh -huh. and then we have drinks, happy hour. Now it's fun. Drinks. Now, you have to now there's a bar. You can bring now your own food. There's a bar, baby. Real opening, you and know. you know, it, it looks a whole lot better when you have a couple of drinks in your hand. I'll tell you that. I brought some drinks, too, so there are more people. Absolutely. <laughs> Everybody loves a good cup of vino. Right. Contact artsgarage.org. You can find all the information. Also, 561 451 Five three five seven. You can call them, get more information. Over two hundred events a year, and that doesn't even include the classes. That's pretty good. You like that? That's smart. Uh -huh. Very good. Yeah. I you love what I get to do. I must say, you know, this, it's also, as you heard before, a community place. You know, I come to the open mic and I come to the performances, so mm -hmm. it really is more. The photography and the openings are one thing, but it's part of also part of the community that you've already heard from other people. It's just mm -hmm. so important to us. That seems to be the underlying theme. We're going to bring up our director of dopeness. We're going to bring up Ethan Dangerwing. We're going to talk director of dopeness. I don't know if Marjorie's going to join him as well, but we'll see. We'll see who she brings up. But it is, it's all about community, and that's what keeps coming over and over and over. Yeah. Right? Yeah, People absolutely. come to Delray Beach, and they don't know where to go, and they seem to come here. They don't go to some of the other visitor centers. They come here, which is amazing. You need, like, a visitor center office right here. Right. That's what I think. Are we going to bring Ethan That's up next? Yeah. All right, we're going to bring Ethan up. Thank you so much, Thank Sam, you. Roberto. Thank congratulations, you. Alex. What you do with artists is just tremendous. Now, well, we're changing sets. I want to talk to you real quick about Danielle Bouillon, our photographer in-house. And she runs every time I say, Danielle, come here. She runs. She's doing, where, I hear she's her. She's hiding over there. She's, she's hiding behind <laughs> Hector. I can't see nothing. <laughs> we're doing the shot, the headshots with a toy. I can't even believe we're talking about this again. Coming that it's Christmas, it's yeah. the holiday season, and we did this last year, and what Danielle is offering, which is so amazing through Danielle Bouljon Photography, is a free headshot in exchange for a toy. Yes. But I want to actually, if Marjorie allows, I want to actually add to it, if we can do maybe a scholarship for some of the arts programs for the kids here. So whether it be a toy or we can maybe do scholarship fundraising for you guys. That would be awesome. Uh, did they turn me on? No, you're good. Um, one of the things that we do, maybe you could collaborate on this. So we've talked about in different places. Hey there, come on. We um, have the heartfelt program. So we've identified that arts, arts and music programs have been severely cut back in public schools, particularly in high poverty schools, Title I schools. So what comes to mind first, we can do anything you want, anything you want to do su to support 
kids in our community, we will help you do it. We were actually given a commendation by the Palm Beach County School Board about two months ago for the um, extensive work that we do with our local public schools. So heartfelt, we asked the community for three months, and this was created by one of the marketing team members, her idea, to have the community donate either cash or items from the particular school that we're supporting that quarter, which for this quarter is Orchard View Elementary. Um, and then we deliver those supplies to the school after we've done a three-month run. Each of the last two quarters, we did um, Village Academy, and then we did Carver Middle School, and we raised about $750 for each school. Wow. Brought uh, Carver Middle School an entire like $379 chorus program for their nice. kids. Um, so all kinds of things that the schools want that can supplement what they're able to do with their kids. So that's the thing that comes to mind the quickest. Okay. But we can talk about that. I would love to do something with you to so support many, kids. You know, so many things, and there's a tremendous amount of people that are collecting toys and so many, so many great ideas in the community. But if we go out a little bit out of our box and a little bit out of the norm, we're right here in our community, right? The schools, you talk about they're always doing school supplies at the end of summer. And people say, you know, they run out of school supplies. They're consumables. And then what happens? They run out of paper, copy paper, crayons, pencils, simple things that we take for granted that we are able to afford for our children and grandchildren. But there are some families that can't. In Title I schools, the teachers are often the ones who are picking up the balance of that. When we delivered to our first school, Village Academy, that's a K-12 um, community school. It's a wonderful concept and the kids can grow throughout their schooling with the same kind of community of educators. It's really lovely. Well, there were some teenagers who helped us bring in the supplies for the younger kids. Most of the supplies they asked for, for were for the art classes for the elementary school. When she looked at the amount of crayons we had in the box that we brought in, she said that when she was in kindergarten, they gave her a sheet of paper and a crayon. She didn't pick the color. And that was her art project because they didn't have the funds to purchase anything. So we brought enough for each kid to have a box of crayons and maybe two. So, you know, it sounds like a little tiny thing, especially if you have children that you've, you know how costly it is sure. each year to add to what they need. Right. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful project. It's really cool to see what right. happens. Well, let's see. I'm sure Danielle will be more than happy to add school supplies to it as well. She's just so tremendous. Her photography, you just get more and more unique in the pictures you do. You do amazing family photos and everything. So I'm glad you're here. She's taking some pictures for you as well here. That's awesome. Thank you. And we've got Ethan Dengerwing with us. I don't know who this gentleman this is. This is Sean Todd. Sean Todd. Pleasure to meet you. Ethan, you're the director of Dopeness, which is the coolest right. name like ever, <laughs> right? I, when I walked in, I said, holy smokes, really? And that's what he told me. I, I called him executor. I know executive you didn't. He director. says, no executive, just the director. What is the director of dopeness? So, director of dopeness, um, I would say in Stand your mic, Ethan. very few words, director of dopeness is being accessible to the community. So with all of my, the programs that Arts Garage do in the director of dopeness category, I should say, fall under things that would be accessible to musicians, artists, pretty much anyone can come in off the street and participate in one of the programs that we do. So that's going along the lines of poetry open mic night, a all arts open mic night, 
which Sean Todd DJs for. Um, we have jam sessions open to the public. Um, we even launching, always launching new events. But yeah, it's basically being accessible to everyone. So you have like an open forum? Well, you mean in like terms jam sessions? People they're open in? open forums. Yes, really? you come in and sign up to perform. Really? When I started, we were known primarily as a jazz club, and much of our audience was sixty years old or older, and and um, pale. Okay, so our community is much more diverse than that. <laughs> And one of the most important things for our CRA and city in their goals was to make sure that we provided diverse opportunities to a diverse population that encompassed the entire city, not just a single pocket of the city. Okay. And so one of the very first hires, I started at the very beginning of November 2016. He was hired before the end of November. He's a photographer, a rapper a writer, a musician. Do you dance? I can do a two-step. Probably not a dancer. <laughs> um, but he does, he's an incredibly creative person, and he was performing in the emerging musician area locally as well as the emerging photographer area. So I want, with all of our staff, to make sure that we represent collectively as much of the community as we can. And it changes how we view our programming, which is what he is. He's a programmer. And he is tasked with creating program concepts and launching those concepts that are targeting younger people because we're growing an audience, right? Okay. Every organization, no matter what your business is, needs to grow the next audience to keep the organization alive in the long term and to make sure that it's a diverse, that we have a diverse appeal. So we've added so many different genres of music. We do a lot of Latin, a lot of jazz, and a lot of blues. But we've increased so many, we've increased so much the number of events we do that we've also added hip hop, country, bluegrass, um, rock, soul, Motown. Marjorie, how do you over, I'm exhausted. Me Listen too. To the amount of work that you do. Are you she here doesn't for every sleep event? For no, in the beginning when I took over, I worked 80 to 90 hour weeks. I was here for every event. But the beautiful thing is she's always there in spirit. Yes. Because any event, in my head at least, I'll speak for myself, it's always a, what would Marjorie do? Because she has an eye. I mean, you've been hearing her talk this whole time. Yeah. She has an eye for making everything perfect, just right. And that's what I try to bring to all the events that I run as well. I mean, you're absolutely right, Ethan. You're a visionary. Just the, how Thank you even you. conceptualize all these different pockets and come up with director of dopeness and the different names and the events and the kids and the community. And I know Ronnie's still here and I, we're going to talk to her, I think, about your big fundraiser. Everything that she's overseeing here, it's not this cookie cutter like you would think, all right, they do this on Mondays, this on Saturdays. Mm -hmm. It is so incredibly diverse. There needs to be a big, you know, like, Dopeness diversity, right, is what mm -hmm. I think it is, because it's bigger than diversity. Well, she's she's touching on a lot of different things at the same time, and she's feeling the piece of the, uh, the, the pulse of the community, because, you know... I you think she's creating the pulse well, of the community. Well, you are on Atlantic Avenue, which gets a little bit noisy. I mean, they have the tree, and they have everything else going on in here. It's not like this is a side road. There's a lot of noise out there, 
So she's just keeping up with the Joneses and then passing them on all the diversity that she does, which is You know, it's interesting. The, if you are, so I've always, in, most of my career was in education and with high-risk students. So I've always had a passion for equity and community. And when you are paying attention to your community, you can see pockets of the community that are not being served, and you launch some things to see if they wanted you. So two years ago, two summers ago, we launched a series called the Garage Queens series, and it was a drag queen competition meant to target an audience that we were not serving in any real meaningful way, and that's the LGBTQ community. It was a huge success both years. So we were right. This was a segment of the population that wanted something to do that made them feel safe and like they had a place to be. And we created something so that they know that they can do that. We want to do that with the African-American community. We want to do it with the Hispanic community. We want to be there for young people who are trying to become whatever they're trying to become. We want them to stand on our backs. I would say even to segue off that a little bit, one of the most beautiful things I've seen since I've been here was, as she mentioned, we launched the uh, a hip hop event called Hip Hop Revolution. And these were a lot of people that's, uh, for lack of better words, west of Swinton, if you know this area. Um, I brought them in here for a rehearsal before the event. And as you can see, we have this beautiful theater turned the lights on, turned the sound system on for them. And these were pretty hard people. And to see their face light up, like five-year-olds the day of Christmas, to be like, wow, this is, this is the level that we're at, or this is the level that we're going to be performing at, it really touched me. Like, this is really making a difference in people's lives. You're, you're inspiring hope. And what I love so much about the Arts Garage, the more we're listening, you and I were driving here earlier today, and we said, oh, just what we need is another $200 dinner restaurant on Atlantic Avenue, right? It becomes so expensive to go out here, even for a hamburger. I know it's fabulous, and those that can do. But there are a lot of people in our community that can't or choose not to. But you can come to Delray Beach. You can come just north of the Ave, enjoy the beautiful season, and come to an event at Arts Garage. Bring your own food. Bring a sandwich from home and enjoy a night out. It doesn't mean now you're sitting home watching your television. You can get out in the community for an affordable night. Meet people. Have these cabaret-style tables and meet the community. That's what's so amazing. It just gets you right in, and it's affordable. It's reachable. It's funny because we've done shows at Atlantic High School. We've done different events that you t to touch a little bit about what you're talking about, you know, and to give people the opportunity to say, there's another side. You know, there's, remember the general, the kid that had the tree deal, right? And they used to sell drugs under that tree. And he, yeah. he told us, he told us what he did and everything else. And they chopped down the tree thinking that they're going to move to another tree or something else. But there is hope. There is choice. There is chance. And given that opportunity across the board, you're changing lives. This is and more than just a place. Most definitely. And as you say, you know, being affordable, the emerging artist programs, if you are an artist for... I would say pretty much all the events that are emerging artist programs. If you are an artist, you can come and perform for free. If you are a guest or a fan of whoever you want to come see, it's only $5. Oh. So um, we also have Sean Todd sitting to my right. Let's talk to Sean. DJs for, what is it, poetry? You, you can let him know. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I've got a somewhat of a unique perspective um, since 2000. My, my primary job is with the Jason Taylor Foundation, uh, a nonprofit uh, from the Jason Taylor, former Miami Dolphin, great current Hall of Famer. Um, and one of our largest programs is the Amari Harvick Blue Apple Poetry Network. And through that program, we produce a month-long poetry festival each spring called Louder Than a Bomb Florida. And my first interaction with, uh, with Arts Garage was through that program. We have a preliminary round where we have um, high school teams that come in and actually compete in a poetry bout um, against one another. And w this was one of the host sites and has been all four years of the competition. We're entering our fifth year this spring. Uh, so I've always been impressed with this facility. It's just a really cool, intimate um, setting. And it's changed a few times um, over the years. Um, but it's really grown and we actually have two separate bouts that we house here now in the different in both theaters which works great because we have schools from as far north as Jacksonville as far south as Homestead that compete in this tournament and it all happens over a two-day period it's a poetry tournament it's a poetry slam uh, it's modeled after kind of March Madness but for poetry and we have um, five judges um, from the community that come out and it's basically as it was professed by the original Louder Than a Bomb folks who uh, young Chicago authors that started in Chicago and they, they're in year 18 I think of their festival this year and they have hundreds of schools throughout Chicago that compete and basically they say it's just a way to trick people into listening to poetry. The key is that you get the kids on the stage and they're able to share their stories but by having the competition component of it and as we all know art is subjective and what what um, appeals to you may not appeal to me so you have the five judges there and that's the competition base that we as our our competitive society kind of ass assign that value uh, so it tricks the people to come in uh, to watch poetry but really it's not about the points it's about the poetry have you heard of this Teddy and Hector have you guys heard of louder than a bomb yeah okay no? Do you know? You've heard of Louder Than a Bomb? When I was in New York 14, 20 years ago, and HBO first came out with this, and I went downtown and I saw this, and they sat it up and they did the lights, yeah. and they used to do this. Mm -hmm. That's yep. what they still do. Yeah. They yeah. still do it. That's yeah. clapping. And I got to tell you, when I went to NYU, they sent this to these places, yeah. and it was big in the day, this poetry stuff. Yeah. And what came out of there was songs. They were written together off of this. This thing exploded. Yeah. But too many people got greedy in the pie, and they killed it off. Now I'm glad it's coming it's back. It's great, and it's um, it's the best. It's it's a great opportunity for these to give these kids, their high school, middle school kids are able to compete in this in the in our competition in our format. But it gives them a voice. It gives them an outlet to deal with things they're dealing with. That that it's heartbreaking for me as a father to understand that these kids are going through you know, drug abuse or abusive parents or homelessness or depression. The, the shooting in Parkland. Bullying. Yeah, all of those We saw them things. talk about that in one of them. Um, it's, it's really the, one of the most rewarding parts of my job. Is when is the next competition? The next, it's, uh, it's, it's going to begin in, in March and it runs, um, I don't have the exact dates in my head, but it's, um, it's from mid-March to mid-April.
Um, and every April is Poetry Month, National Poetry Month, so we always mm -hmm. try to have the finals. Uh, but what I'd like to offer, and I know you're going to say okay, because you know what I'm going to say. I know you're going. To give these kids a voice. Our platform is always about giving people the voice, knowing that their voice is heard. Whether we, you bring them all forward on our show, whether you bring the winners, however we can work it and you want to, to share it out on national, on our oh, wow. radio platform, on our TV platform, on our Roku, to really show them, to give them something like, you know what, here's your next level. Okay. I would love to do that. And you as well, Ethan, any, any of your performers? That's a great idea. We've got enough, you know, whether That's we come here idea. or you come to us. <clears throat> One of the things that is a benefit for us for working on specific collaborations that are very uh, related to the arts that we're presenting here at Arts Garage, like Louder Than a Bomb with the Jason Taylor Foundation, is that it feeds our creativity. So, you know, we watched that and I said to Ethan, we need a, we need a poetry open mic night. And that's where that was born, was watching the first one my first year. Right. And it's been an incredible experience to interact with different people in the community. And we try to hang on to people. So Sean, uh, we found out afterwards, does DJing. And we're like, oh, well, we got some events we might want your creativity a part of. So we're trying to hook people as they walk by the door. Yes. To help feed our energy and come up with all the ideas and and take part in what we're doing. There's a lot of passion here. There's so much passion. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys something. You have heard this concept. You ever hear rap music? Yeah. That's where it came from. Any lyrics are poetry. But that's where it came from. Rap music came rap, out of that. Rap, R-A-P is rhythm and poetry. That's right. And that's I never exactly, knew that. That's, I'm gonna tell you, when I was at NYU, I used to go out to the village, baby. You knew that, Hector? Yeah. Rhythm and poetry, R-A-P. I had no idea. We used no to go idea. down to the village gate and listen to this, and I will never forget this. And they used to have, there were jazz plays and everything else, but it was the poetry. And then HBO came in, and they blew this thing up. And then they did the, the diaries for the women, which was another craziness that happened with that. And he knows what I'm talking about, but that's what rap music came out from. And on that, we're going to go to commercial break. We okay. have more people. We got more guests to talk right, to. We got Soul Party <laughs> coming up. I think we've got JC with us as well, Dreesen. I don't know what... You got to hear JC. Yeah, we got to introduce JC because I'm going to tell you something. You want to hear some pipes. That lady this woman's over there. got some pipes. That, that lady over there. Mind. Watch out now. You can contact the Delray Arts Garage at artsgarage.org. I love that you make it so simple, right? I just told someone yesterday, you got to make it simple so people remember it. Absolutely. So when you're watching or you're driving around, you actually can remember artsgarage.org. Really simple. Stay tuned. More to come. We will be right back. Okay. Products of purest natural ingredients and providing a safe alternative method for relief from many symptoms, creating a healthier lifestyle without the use of opioids. Use hemp boca products for improved mental health and overall well-being. It's safe, legal, and non-psychoactive. Our pure and high-quality CBD is from clean industrial hemp, then extracted slowly over days to produce the strongest and most effective products on the market made in the U.S. with no synthetic ingredients. Committed to bringing our customers the highest grade CBD oil on the market. Our industrial hemp, it's organic with no solvents and pesticides, gluten-free, vegan, full spectrum and third-party double lab tested. Our top priority is your health and wellness and we are confident you will love our products and the amazing relief so you can enjoy the things you love to do. Try our products and start living a healthier lifestyle Hemp Boca, good health and good sense are two of life's greatest blessings. If a tree falls in the woods, 
and no one is around to hear it. Doesn't make a sound. Have you ever felt that your voice goes unheard? And you think that you can make a difference if only someone would just listen. It's time for women in business to have a place to step into your power. A platform to embrace your hopes, dreams, and your visions. A voice to heal and restore. Your voice can make a difference. We have the platform to share your story and let your voice be heard. Be kind to yourself. Give yourself the chance to be heard and shine bright. Contact New Dawn Media by texting CAFE to 80800. That's C-A-F-E to 80800. I get you right before we go on air, and you go, okay, and then you're not. Okay, not. Okay, not. Okay, not. How old are you? 12. 12, Wilson. Wilson. (laughs) You know who's sitting behind me, right? J.C. Driesen. And you know who she's talking to? Fernando. They're talking about putting music with us on the road. We're going to have our own music segments on the side over here. And they're talking about, he's never heard her sing. Ah. He's thinking, ah, she can sing. This woman's got a voice. This lady fills stadiums. I got to tell you. She can sing. That is uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable talent. Well, welcome back to our last segment. Can you believe the amount of guests we've had? Marjorie Waldo, the CEO and president of Delray Arts Garage, has put together such a spectacular show here, such a spectacular venue. And we're going to wrap up this show. We're going to talk about the Soul Party that's coming up January 25th. Okay. We've got three lovely ladies from the steering committee. We had Ronnie with us earlier. We've got Susan Paulus and Lynn Ferguson with us. Welcome, ladies. This is your big fundraising event? This is the biggest event of the year for us. Yes, it is. Tell us a little bit about what it, ha- what it is. What, it's a private event. Well, it is um, a private entry fee event, okay. if you will. Uh, one of the reasons that really allows us to raise the kind of money we do is there's a number of opportunities in which the community and people can participate. Okay. Anything from becoming a sponsor to being a donor uh, to buying a ticket. The event creates so much extraordinary community energy. One of the things that I'm doing as soon as I get done here is I'm meeting with some managers of local businesses because all I have to do is say, hey, I need a donation for the Arts Garage for our auction. We, and I'm in. They're in. They're, yeah, sure. come on by. Have some water. And Susan, tell us what you do with the program. I'm, I'm a part of the group that plans okay. as well. And we have, we're planning the... Uh, we help pick out the music, we help pick out the food, we help pick out all the things that we're doing and get the auction items together. And this year we feel particularly good about it because we're doing a plated dinner for the first time. We're bringing upscale the event. We're having a great musical presentation, which Ronnie sings. She'll address in just a moment. And some auction items that are going to be really, really great. Yeah, I see you've got some great bands and great oh, music. Yes, oh, yeah. yes, yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Tell us who the music Cece Tennille will be coming in, and she's been here with us before. There's not a quiet seat in the house when this woman performs. She's amazing. The dance floor will be slammed. So you've got a dance floor. The event is at what time? 8 o'clock, right? 7. 7, 7? to 11. 
7 to 11 on January 25th. And this is your big fundraiser. So what are some of the goals you're looking to get out of this event? Besides a great time, I know, but. Well, of course we want to make a lot of money. Um, we make a lot of money on the tickets. We make it from uh, live auction events. We, uh, we have a silent auction. Um, and all of that money is going to the Arts Garage help for scholarships for the young kids. We have an after-school program. We have a summer program for the um, underprivileged kids. So we have scholarships. So a lot of our money goes for scholarships um, and programming and just generally to run the arts garage. Do you do an event like this every year? Yes, every year. This is your Annual big event. Annual event, this is the one. This is, wow. And in the previous years, what does it look like? How many people? Well, last year we had, I think, 200. Wow. And um, In here? In here. 200 in here, absolutely. Yes, yes. And we had um, He's counting Rock. chairs at the moment. Yes. <laughs> 200 people in here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's a full house. Yes. It will be a full house, definitely. Last year was the Mardi Gras, and um, that was a big success also. We made a lot of money. How many people on the, com and the committee to do all of this? Well... Actually, we have a fundraising committee that's guild members, which I'm in charge of, and those are volunteers that help help um, do a lot of the planning. And then we have a steering committee, and that's Ronnie, myself, Susan, and Louise, who's not here, Louise Cornfield, and Marjorie, of course, and Sarah. Um, and that's it. That's a steering committee. We're the ones that kind of make all the final decisions and... Um, and then our fundraising group, which Ronnie's on also, yeah. um, we do, you know, we do the dirty work. I Susan, guess. how did you get involved doing all of this? <laughs> Give her the mic. Well, I got involved uh, because the president asked me to be a part of the group. But what I think is one of the things that we've enjoyed most is getting out in the community and finding sponsorships too. You enjoy we that? Need, well, we need the sponsorships. We <laughs> enjoy it because it's a way to let people know what we're doing yes. and get them involved in a different way. If they can't attend, they can be a sponsor. They can right. sponsor a table. They can, we have different sponsorship levels, and it's particularly good for small businesses or new businesses, so we would encourage them to participate. Well, tell us what sponsorship looks like. What are you looking for? What are your different levels of entry? We have... A $500, $1,000, and a $2,500 sponsorship. And then we can, you can buy also a table of six or a table of eight. You could sponsor a table and attend or not attend. You could give those tickets to friends. Mm -hmm. So there are different ways that you can participate, and it's all on our website. And it's sponsorships, different things people give. It's just money. It's money, and then for you get ads in our, our okay. programs and different th uh, different yeah. things with different levels of sponsorships. Yeah. So we make sure to give community. back to the people yes. that help support us. They get all sorts of recognition in the community. Right. They're on our website. They're announced the night of. Right. So we, we give back, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, you think about how many people we met here at Roots and Wings. One led us to another. I can't. I I can't even find, you know how attorneys do like this origination fee? Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you where the originator came yeah, from no, that, that got us night. here, but yeah. what a great event. And, and because of Roots and Wings, we got We're here. We're here, right. And, and we met so many people along the way. Yes. And yeah. we put them on the show and everything else. And I know they do tremendous work with the community I'm on their board and education. Too. <laughs> of course you are. Of course you are. Is there a no board you're on? You're like an every board. And you have an amazing foundation you work with as well. In my kids' program. Your kids' program. Oh, yeah. I have a program called Kids Rule. And last year, we had about 200 kids in the program, and approximately 157 of them uh, were sponsored. Wow. So I'm very, very pleased that we're able to reach out and provide a wonderful um, opportunity for kids because it's a lifetime thing. The other 
if I can, just for a moment. The other thing that works really well is some of the kids who have been through the program have come back to work for me or volunteer for me. And when high school kids come back, they get community service hours that they can use to put on their college uh, applications and help them get into a good school. Isn't it so, amazing when the neat. kids that you work with come back just to say hi, yeah. and you think, wow, maybe, maybe this made a difference. We had that last week. We've had so many interns, and some of them came back for our Friendsgiving. Steph made me cry, and you think, wow, maybe you don't realize you get through, mm -hmm. but the impact, the community that it brings forward. Are kids able to come to this? Are you going to have volunteers with the kids from the high schools coming into the event? This is more of an adult it's function, adult. Okay. but it does a lot to raise money to help the children. Right. And particularly, the, you know, the, the summer programs we do and you know, where kids come in and they write, produce, and perform their own play. So there are a lot of opportunities that this really goes to support. So it indirectly supports this to them. How did you get involved working with the Arts Garage? Um, I have a background in dance and art, and so I was always having an interest here. And then it was an opportunity to be on the board and just really have enjoyed the work here because we do work well as a team. And it is, a, we all work in a creative environment, so it's a, it's a great opportunity. You know, everyone here is involved in arts and dance, and we had Java and jazz. And to see, can you imagine that actually the arts education went away in our communities? It's called How the much arts lacking would be? Garage. If you don't know, it's called arts <laughs> garage. Look, here is my ADD as this truck drives by with ice cream, <laughs> right? Not, this top, I mean, ADD. She's ignoring me. It's arts <laughs> garage. See the sign behind art. Yes, but what I'm saying is they bring the community in. People have, you've done this in your previous career. Maybe some people retire, they move, they get to do it here. Because our schools are taking away the arts component, imagine if there wasn't a community venue to bring this forward. That, the kids would be lacking so much creativity, that acceptance, it would all be testing and writing, and not everyone's brain works the same, clearly. I, I, think, I think that they would even be working even harder. The one thing that everybody shares has been on this stage today is that it's drive. A passion for you what they do. You just go and you keep going, and when times get tougher, you get tougher, mm -hmm. and you stay above the rim. That's what I'm, yep. I'm feeling here. They don't stop. They just keep on going. All righty. It's so many tremendous people, but over and over we hear about the community. Right. And how did you get involved with the Arts Garage, Lynn? Well, actually, I was on the ground floor in 2011. Wow. Um, I came to a show, uh, a jazz show, and they had just opened up, and I fell in love with it the place, the whole atmosphere. So I just um, asked the CEO at the time if I could help in some way, and she said, sure, why don't you start a guild? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> and I said, okay, I'll do that. So I started with the guild, and actually Ronnie was on my board. Mm -hmm. um, we started in October of 2011, and um, we have built up all the volunteers, we have about 180 volunteers um, that are all members of the guild, and we just help in every way possible. And then, I be, and then I was asked to be on the board, and I've been on the board since 2011 also. So much um, dedication. So, and I'm also an artist, and I love jazz, and you know, that's, it kind of goes There is the something thing. for everyone here. Ronnie, tell me a little bit about the auction. You've got silent auction and a live auction. We will have both silent and live. Typically, we get some really, really wonderful, experienced kind of um, items, not just um, you know things you can buy and things you can own, but things that you get to do. 
you know, trips and wonderful homes. And um, we'll do, no doubt, a, a weekend around Del Rey where the hotels will volunteer to give us things. And we'll have all sorts of restaurants and food and activities. And the kind of thing that really works for us is that we get really fantastic packages. The entire community wants to be part of this. I mean, the donations that we get are amazing. And people love it. The energy is extraordinary. They'll be fighting over these gifts. <laughs> And they will. We've been to events here, and whoever runs the events, Marjorie's been tremendous running events and Roots and Wings. It's a great community venue, and you get to support the kids and adult education and children's education and the community and our local vendors. And it's all about what well, we just did Small Business Saturday. Our community is always small business, right? And I know they're bringing some of the bigger box stores around the area, but this arts garage is what home is all about. It's what's going to give our children and the next generation a future in the arts. That's why they call it the arts garage. <laughs> You're a man of few words, aren't that? you, Wilson? Look at that truck going <laughs> what's by. What's the name of this place? Arts garage. Where are we? Arts garage. Look at that truck go by. But it, that was a grilled cheese truck. I think I'm <laughs> hungry. <laughs> It was a arts melty garage. truck. So you go to artsgarage.com if you want to be dot part org? of... Dot, dot org? Or dot, dot org. Dot org. Dot org. See, there goes the truck again. <laughs> <laughs> dot org. And if you want to participate in this, or just come on down and, and sit with the ladies and talk, you know? You never know who you're going to meet at one of these exactly. things. Exactly. It's, it it's so tremendous. Marjorie, you've done a, such an incredible job. I mean, come on up and let's just finish the segment. And any other information that we may have missed in the past two hours with the 22 guests that we've had. <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> Is anybody missing? You know, Margie, one of the things when I met Dawn, she says to me, I want to do something for anti-bullying. And we work with ADL. Mm. And I, I didn't even know what ADL meant. I thought it was just three letters put together. I said, okay. Defamation League is yes. incredible. So right. I said, okay. She brought them on. And we said, let's do a, a fundraiser. Let's go. If we're going to go big, let's go big. So I said, okay, let's go as big as you. How big you want to go? So we rented out the BB&T Center. Oh, wow. It was 21,000 people around us. And we did a show there. And then we were up in the loft. It was the most wild experience of my life. We had the Brooklyn Cafe up on the scoreboard. And, the people, and the amount of people that you meet there, never expected it. So when you come and do one of these things, it isn't about the money you're laying out and says, okay, let me go home. It's mm -hmm. about the people you meet at the event. Yep. Don't yep. lose track. It's what's going on around you that's even more important than anything else because it helps you, the individual, grow. That's right. And that's what I learned. And I never say no now because after that BB, and we've done it in three years. We did it last year too. Ma raising funds and awareness in a big, big place. Uh, we got a lot of friends down there and everything else, but I learned one thing. Never say no to an idea because you think you can't do it. Right. Take a shot. Like Wayne Gretzky says, take a shot. It's the only time you're going to score. Well, every day I say to you, can we? And you look at me, you say, no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we will. And Teddy knows. And it's just about growing and being part of the community. So thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to spotlight Delray Arts Garage. It has been truly an honor. No, it's an honor for us to have you here Absolutely. and to be able to share our story. There are so many beautiful people involved in all the projects you yes. know that's how we do it is the amazing team from the board to the staff it's in the volunteers it's unbelievable yeah but you put this together you know hats off to you because thank you that's you right. do a phenomenal job i you know i'm exhausted i gotta go home and take a nap just watching you she's been non-stop since non-stop collaborating everything so right we there and here and everywhere she's we look forward to more collaboration and honestly I'm our hoping. offer stands whatever we can do to help highlight the arts garage whether it be here whether you bring it to our studio because we now have a warehouse 
that we can do that as well. Yep. And our crew knows we're, we're looking for night crew also. So these FAU the, through the handshake program, we'll be working on that. And I know you've got the heartfelt program. Yep. So giving back to kids. Yep. So anything we can do to help highlight for me, it's always about the kids. Mm -hmm. Because That's anything wonderful. we can do to help the kids right. and the next generation stay within the arts, stay out from under the tree, as Jackson always says. That's right. Um, Delray's in Boca, we talked about the underserved, the underprivileged. You don't think it exists in your community, but you know what? It does. The human trafficking, tremendous yeah. in our community as well. It is. It's huge. It's, you don't work with them, too. Yeah. You know, it's not just what you think you see on the outside. Everyone has a story. And if we can get here and bring your food from home, bring a soda from <laughs> home and buy a $5 ticket, you know what? Why not? or volunteer you earn go. hours and come see Tito Puente for nothing. Right. For or, do, or you know what? Or just come on down and meet people. And yeah, this is what I love sure. about this place. Come on down and share some ideas. It's like a giant think think it tank. Is. A tink tank. Tink tank. And it's one of the things that we do. We have a program for the interns and we want them to learn this side of the business because it ain't it isn't always pretty. You know, it's not always business is not always pretty. And you make it look easy. It's called oh, gliding. Thank you. <laughs> but it's not easy. This is a tough thing to produce and get it together, get it organized. When I saw this, I almost ran You noticed ran for I didn't even give it to him. No, I don't look at that. <laughs> I can't read that many words. I mean, I holy smokes. But you pull it off. Thank you and so you much. It's tireless leadership. Absolutely. She's much. amazing. You got to put a cinder block on this one not to let her get away. <laughs> Truly amazing. So thank you for organizing it. Yeah. Thank you, ladies, thank for joining you so us. Your mission is tremendous. Thank you. Don't forget the Soul Party is coming up January 25th from 7 to 11. Right. You can buy tickets where? Artsgarage.org. Right. Tickets artsgarage.org. <laughs> or just make a donation. You can purchase a table. You can purchase tickets. You can donate. Emerging artists. There's special programs. Over 200 programs a year. There's so many things we talked about. So don't hit rewind. Just rewind. <laughs> That's right. Have a great day, everyone. Be kind to each other. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time back in our studio in Boca Raton. 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard. Come on out. I don't even know who's coming tomorrow. We'll find but out. But it'll be a full day. Bye-bye. <laughs> Don't be late. The way you live your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are, reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, We'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial Providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. Celebration of a lifetime begins here.